Hey guys, welcome to Carol's Coffee House, a place where Catholic singles in their 20s and 30s can grow in community and deepen their spiritual life. I'm Maura. I'm Sarah. Grab your favorite cup of coffee. Or tea. And let's get started. Well, hey guys. Hey everyone, it's been a minute, hasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Christmas is actually over. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, unless I think that the Latin mass celebrates it with the baptism. Yes. Until the baptism. So I guess for some listeners, Christmas is still going on. It's still maybe still Christmas. It's still Christmas. (laughs) Merry Christmas, everybody. (laughs) Um, I'm just thinking back to last year, my church back home. The one they they updated their their altar to beautiful high altar. Oh yes. Um, they celebrate Mass ad Orientum and it's beautiful. But they did a Candlemas, which happens in February, oh my and it gosh. was a completely candlelit Mass. The altar was just like had so many candles. Oh my gosh! And they pastor brought in the very talented photographer to take pictures of that Candlemas Mass, and it is. <gasps> Oh my gosh, it's so incredible. Those pictures are amazing. And so whenever I I think about prolonging Christmas, because I think, is it the baptism or the presentation? That happens in February. I don't know. I'm Uh, a bad Catholic. (laughs) I cannot keep track. (laughs) Because he was was baptized as a baby. He was baptized as an adult. So that's where I guess I'm getting tripped up. Well, because I think according to... Jewish law, a woman had to wait a month after birth to be able to enter into the temple for the first time after. It was like a cleansing period, I think. I think it was so that she could heal. Yes, that too. I think it was actually secretly, it's like, okay, I need time to myself. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, but but I think it it was like, yeah, it was something like, it was like a Jewish custom or like law, like a woman could not enter a temple again until a month after she had given birth. And so I, that's why I think the presentation of Jesus in the temple happens around a month after Christmas, like maybe in the middle of February or, or close to it. I'm, I don't know. I'm a mediocre Catholic. So <laughs> if you guys can hear that, Joe is filling up the teapot that they oh, yeah. for my but, tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So Either way, it's still Sorry Christmas. about the noise, everybody. It's white noise. It's white noise. My barista's doing his job. <laughs> we love barista Joe around here. We do. We do love barista Joe. <laughs> oh man. Well, so, um, Sarah and barista Joe have a very special friendship. It's true. Very sweet. It's very true. <laughs> Barista Joe and I mostly bond over how much we love coffee. Barista Joe got a French press for Christmas because he loved Sarah's French press coffee so much in Rhode Island that he asked for a French press. So oh I got him a French press. That's so exciting. I'm so the happy. The instructions for came you. in German. This is the second time in the last, like, what, two or three days where I've heard somebody got a new French press. So um, Deacon Mark. We had him as a guest um, yes. uh, several months ago. Deacon Mark also recently got a French press. And he, he was so excited. He told me, and I was so excited. He was like, 
you're the first person that I thought to tell. And I was like, <laughs> I'm so excited for you. This is, I, I, it's my dream of becoming a coffee influencer is finally coming true. <laughs> good. I'm glad. So he's been making some good coffee, huh? Uh, I guess. <laughs> I guess you wouldn't know. I guess. <laughs> he seems happy with it though. So are you happy with it? With the coffee? He's nodding and said yes. Ah, uh, good. Yeah. And then I also got him a Henley, his first ever Henley. He's wearing it right now and got him a couple other things. And I, he got me, so he, um, he got me a necklace. That's like this blue, I don't even know what rock, like what kind of stone it is. I don't think he knows either, but it's, it's a topaz. He got me a topaz necklace. Okay. He got me a new purse that I, like I asked for, and he got me, um, this really cute um, Irish Knits earmuff headband. Oh, nice. Uh, it's real cute. A book that I'm reading. It's called When Christmas Comes by Andrew Clavin, okay. which we will talk about in our book episode. Ooh, and, very yes. exciting. And he got me some stuff for um, my job and a few other things, I think. Oh, and a pillow that says Snuggle. How cute oh, is that? That is sweet. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And then he also got me a mug that's for his house. Oh, it's like Mora's mug when she comes over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's he, awesome. He just, that's so yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I'm so excited. I, so for Christmas, my mom actually really, really helped me out with flights home. They're very expensive this year. And so she actually helped me out with flights to get just to get home for Christmas. And so I told her, I said, I, I don't want anything. You have done enough. Please don't get me anything for Christmas at all. Literally, that's all I want is just to be able to spend time home at Christmas. That's all I want. And she goes, okay, but you still have your sibling secret Santa. <laughs> She's like, we still have to put something on your list for that. And I was like, just get me coffee stuff. That's all I want. I don't <laughs> care. I could use like, I was like, I could use another coffee travel mug, mm. but that's like, I don't need or want anything else. And so, yeah, mm. one of my, one of my brothers had my name and he got me a really nice, colorful, big coffee travel mug. And then he got me some coffee beans called death wish coffee. They are, um, but it's one of the, what's one of the strongest coffees that you can buy. Wow. Um, so I'm super excited about that. I haven't cracked it open yet because my coffee grinder is in a box somewhere. <laughs> so, uh, but once I can find that, then I'm going to have myself some real good coffee. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm super excited. It was a nice, I had, I had a nice Christmas visit home and I got to meet my new niece, Lucy. Uh, we baptized her while I was home and everybody could be there. So we baptized my little, my little niece, Lucy. She's super sweet. And then actually a couple days ago, I got another new niece. My brother, my brother had their second child named Rose. So Aww. that's super exciting. She looks exactly like her big brother, Charlie. Oh my gosh. And so I actually started reading The Hobbit also. I'm halfway through. You're reading The Hobbit? Mm-hmm. I never read it before, so I'm halfway through The Hobbit. Nice. Yeah, I do remember liking The Hobbit, but 
the first and last time I read it was in high school. And I've been meaning to like go through that book again because I know it's good. Did you ever see the movies that they made about it? Yes, I saw all of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, you will. If this is your first read of The Hobbit, though, you will find that it is very different from mm-hmm. the movies. <laughs> but it's still like they're good. I don't know. I've seen I've seen the whole first movie and then maybe bits and pieces of the other two. Because like once I figured out like it's not really following the book too much, I was like, oh, I don't know about this. But <laughs> I liked the movies or like what I've seen. It's good. It's just, yeah, you can't watch them expecting it to be the true story. <laughs> right. Right. And then spoiler alert slash for upcoming episodes, we are going to be planning on doing a an episode just like about books and reading and see what what people are reading out there but what we're we're enjoying reading today too so stay tuned for that so that'll be a yeah. good one I have some good I, ideas because I'm currently reading two books by myself I'm reading a book with Joe and then we have a couple other books lined up to read together oh nice so yeah yeah, yeah I've got I read I read one book was it over Christmas break I don't remember I started it on the plane back from Christmas and I started reading it and I think I finished it the next day because it was so good oh my gosh and I love yeah I love when you can read a book when you get into a book and you cannot put it down it's just I love books like that but it's also you know we can talk about that in this in the the (laughs) upcoming episode but I I love but also hate like the first time you read a book because it's exciting and you have to hold yourself back a little bit from reading it too fast because then it will be <laughs> over. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Well, yeah. I'm looking forward to finishing these books. So like just like reading more and like finishing them. I think it's gonna, I'm just like, <sighs> mm-hmm. it's so nice. It's nice to be doing some reading. <laughs> yep. Or just to have time to read. I know. I, I remember back in college, I think, my friends would always be like, I haven't read, I haven't read a book for fun in a long time because I read so much for college and I can, I never understood that. I was always the one to be like, okay, I'm going to read for school. Now I'm done with that. Now I'm going to read for fun. <laughs> I read, I didn't care. I spent so much of my time reading and I'm good. Well, I'm a flashback a- to the first time I ever saw you on Zoom, I think. And your hair was up in this messy bun and you were just so cute. And we're like, Sarah, you're the extrovert here. And you're not <laughs> saying anything like, I like to observe. <laughs> this was a Christmas movie night with a bunch of people from Game of Favorites. We watched It's a Wonderful Life. So that is a family tradition that my family has. Like we always watch It's a Wonderful Life, usually the night before Christmas Eve, because Christmas Eve is so full of nice dinner and mass and we open gifts on Christmas Eve that, and so we usually do, it's a wonderful life the night before Christmas Eve. And I was just shocked. I was absolutely surprised when we started, like we got settled in to watch the movie and all of a sudden I looked and I was like, we're watching the color version. What? What? (laughs) Wait, wait. Cause I just feel like, the black and white like that's it right like that is the version the color version if you can watch it it's cool to see it like in color once but gosh i don't know it just takes away a little bit of the magic and we watched the color version 
that night. And my family, like we usually prefer the black and white. I don't know who was in charge. They didn't, they ruined, they ruined it. They ruined Christmas. <laughs> they ruined Christmas. That's not true. But I was just like, I don't know what's happening. That's what's happening so with my funny. Family. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, black and white, wear that. Well, now that we both have tea, let's get mm-hmm. our... Let's get our, our his ourselves. Our what? His <laughs> ourselves. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our espresso shot today comes from St. Vincent de Paul. And St. Vincent de Paul says, It is a ruse of the devil by which he deceives good people to induce them to do more than they are able so that they end up not being able to do anything. The spirit of God urges one gently to do the good that can be done reasonably, so that it may be done perseveringly and for a long time. Hmm. And so we have used this one before, and I just really love it, though. Me too. I really, really like it. I think there's a lot of truth in this, and I think... In this day, like, it's so easy to get distracted and caught up in the busyness of life that at some point you don't realize that you're, you're like being dragged along. And that is exactly what the evil one wants. Yeah. I know for me recently, I had a very busy Christmas and it was mm-hmm. so busy that there was no, there wasn't, I mean, you got to enjoy it, but like. So Joe had been out of town for a while, mm-hmm. but he, he he would come back on weekends. I would see him. We really did not have qual like once he got back, we did not have a lot of quality time for ourselves, and that's something that we really needed. When we finally, I was like, we finally need to get to just just like sit here, play games on our phones next to each other, mm-hmm. <laughs> and recharge. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I feel. I feel like we have all these, this like mental to-do list in our minds and we, you know, try to like run around. I don't know if anyone else has felt like this, but when you're running around, you feel like you're trying to do things on your to-do list and you're doing a lot of things and yet nothing seems to be getting done. (laughs) Or like maybe you do one thing, but then something immediately takes its place of like, okay, this is next on the list. So your, your list never actually shrinks. It's just, it keeps getting replaced with other things that you need to do until finally you're like, what is free time? I don't know. Haven't had it in a while. And it's hard to live like that. Yeah. He deceives good people to induce them to do more than they are able so that they end up not being able to do anything. Mm-hmm. And All I think- All I can think about is like, good things that we think we need to be doing but it's like okay like but you don't have to do them all right to a few (laughs) yes that's one of the hardest things is yes I could do this thing Mm -hmm. is it prudent to do this thing though (laughs) like does it if just because you can doesn't mean you should Mm -hmm. I know that's like you want to see all the people like make sure that you're getting that time in and then it's like but is that going to burn you out if you go to like a dozen things or like try to like see like do too many things now like you know what let's keep let's because then you can like you get burnt out 
trying to do everything and then you're just like you're low on energy and you don't have the t- you just don't have the energy to enjoy what is being in front of you what mm-hmm. is in front of you and having time yeah it, it, it you know in a sense when you get caught up it, it feels like you're stuck on a merry-go-round and it just keeps spinning and there's no stopping but also you can get off the merry-go-round yes you yes. have the power to do that yes the merry-go-round is spinning and it will keep spinning and instead of trying to stop it you could just get off for at least a little bit and recollect yourself and be like okay right yeah exactly and I think that sometimes like God can be calling you to be doing something good and you need to be doing that and then there's a time where God's like you know what dude that like you like sometimes he's like keep doing this but do it less often because you need time for other things yeah or he's like yeah now it's time to move on to something else L- leave this for your time with this is over you i need you somewhere else yeah i need yeah. you to like go sit in your room and read a book i need you to do that instead of this good charitable act that you've been doing or like mm-hmm. doing like these good things that you've been doing that i called you to do yeah i know i called you to them but now it's time to do something else and you have to like and i think it can be a verse of the devil to think no i need to keep doing this because god called me to do this first place but yes but god can also call you out of doing something and be like okay your time there is over or just limit like just like scale it down i need you somewhere else and i need you to be loving what you're doing mm-hmm. well because that that is kind of a when you find yourself doing something mm-hmm. that you love your your inclination is to keep doing it then mm-hmm. to continue doing it and not stop to take a break or just like mm-hmm. this is a good thing i like this i want to keep doing it because i'm having a nice time but if if you don't stop and take a pause you're going to mm-hmm. burn yourself out on that yeah. good thing right something i think that like i know that it's been like we haven't been recording as much as we used to like when we first began this podcast we were like pretty consistently doing this like every week yep. for about a, like half a year i guess and something that like with reflection that we've like seen like just because we did have a few periods of time like in the last few months where we were recording less frequently because we were both busy we had stuff going on you were sick different things were going on and then we took time off like around thanksgiving and christmas and something that Sarah had told me about a month ago was like, I finally had time to like do nothing and do nothing for a long enough time to feel like I wanted to do things again. Mm-hmm. And to me, I was like, okay, like, I think God called us to this, but God's also calling us like, okay, you know what? You keep doing it, but just at this like pace where you don't have time to like breathe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, it was, it was an interesting thing to like, think through and process because like exactly what I said, I like doing this podcast. I want to keep, like, I like, yeah, you know, same. I love being able to see you every week and just like <laughs> chat and catch up. Like we're friends and like, yeah. <laughs> so it's also like, it's also friendship time. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have our like free recording time. We're like, how's your week been? How have you been in the last month? <laughs> we, before we started recording, we were like just chatting for an hour, just like hanging out and catching up and. <laughs> You know, but, and it's a good, and like, I feel like doing this podcast is a yeah. good thing. It's something yes. we both enjoy. We have a passion for it. And so it's mm-hmm. good. But yeah, when it's, 
when, you know, like the prep work or like the editing work, it takes up so much time that it feels like more of a burden. That's where that's when, you know, okay. Mm Got to pull it back a little bit. Yeah. Cause I know that like when you told me that last month and I was like, Sarah, I think this is something to pray on. Like you felt (laughs) like, like, cause you gained energy. Cause like we hadn't recorded anything in like, it had been about a month because the last time we had recorded before then was the day my grandma died. Yeah. And so, and we had, and I think you guys noticed this too, because we weren't like, so we previously were recording quite a lot because we also had a backlog. So we recorded enough that we had a backlog so that we could like take breaks when we needed to and we could just like throw something out. But like, we didn't have a backlog anymore. And it was like, which was really nice for Sarah because you didn't have to edit anything. Yeah. Yeah. But I know for myself, it was like, I recognize that, um, I think on New Year's Day, I was telling Joe, I was like, because I was just like analyzing because like, okay, like family, like making sure that there's family time, making sure that there's time for myself, making sure there's time for me and Joe, making sure that there's like time for like friends in real life. And then, it's, and then I was like, also like podcasting. And I'm like, you know what? Like, this isn't just like time that we spend together. It's like, okay, a lot of the time that I haven't like, because a lot of my friends in real life, I haven't seen them because I haven't really, there wasn't an urgent need to see them because I had my Twitter friends, which was awesome. And I got to see you guys on Zoom all the time. And then I was like, oh yeah. And I was recording a podcast a lot. And that was time that I wasn't spent. So like, okay, maybe like just scaling that back to be able to like, okay, I still am like having this time with Sarah recording. And then also having those afternoons where I go see my brother friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think being able to find balance in all things, it's a skill. Yeah. It has to be learned, but once you can nail that skill, then you're good. Yeah. Yeah. So balance is what I'm focusing on this year because I was like, Joe, I need balance in my life. My cup is empty because it's like when you're like, I haven't socialized in so long. But yeah, so that's that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today is – we have whether, I don't know, I don't know if anyone else struggles with this, but we all have needs, basic needs. And Mm -hmm. we want to talk about a little bit today of how to like properly care for the needs that we have. When you struggle with meeting your needs, how that affects your life and how you to make sure that that doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Cause when you're not having your needs met your cup, like say you have a cup of, yeah, that you like you're normally filling it up you're like getting you're you're filling your cup and then and that you're filling it with what you need and then when you're not Mm -hmm. filling it then your cup is when your cup is empty and you're like i need my cup to have something in it (laughs) and you don't even know you don't even notice that your cup has gone dry until you're like oh this is a cup of unmet needs (laughs) yep this is a cup without honey yeah i just i texted joe to ask him to get me honey for my tea (laughs) I'm going to text Joe, see if he'll make me more tea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Sarah does have his number. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think, I think going back. Yeah, like I said, I really didn't understand what was happening in my own life. Well, I knew that I was like, I had a lot to do, but I was like, these are all like, I'm not bored. So that's nice, you know? to feel like you have a very full life. My life was full in a way that was actually really draining. And yeah, uh, like your cup was <clears throat> overflowing and there wasn't room for all. Cause there was just so many needs that were going on that you, you were filling it with. And then it's like, okay, you needed, it was too much. Yeah. 
or it's like I have all these things kind of like that to-do list I talked about earlier where like I had a huge to-do list and when I was finally able to check something off like something else would immediately take its place I have a very long I have a job that is very high energy and long hours I have a book club two book clubs one weekly and one monthly you know, I've got, you know, I, I spend time with this podcast and not to mention like, I don't know, like chores, household chores, Yeah, you know, like doing laundry, keeping my room clean. She says that she has a virtual Treating yourself to dates with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and just like being able to enjoy free time, but there was so many things that any free time, like I got, when you get to a point where you're like, I have to just like rest a little bit or whatever but that rest time feels guilty if that makes sense like when you're relaxing like I I think I've earned a little bit of time to just relax but your to-do list is so long and so busy that any rest time you're like this is time that I could be spending trying to do things from my to-do list yeah and it's not restful time then it's guilty rest time (laughs) And, and then that doesn't, and that like defeat completely defeats the purpose. And so, I don't know. I think there's a lot to be said. This is something that I've really, really learned in the last couple of months is there's something to be said for being able to take like intentional rest time yes, and not having, and try to take the guilt out of it, even if it's just 20 minute break and mm-hmm. I can watch, you can watch an episode of your favorite show you can read a chapter of a book, you can go for a quick walk, but it's like actual time where you're like, this is my rest time. One thing that I learned from one of my math professors back in college was like, you know, cause I went to him and I was, you know, when I was struggling with it and I was like, I, I study all the time and I try to spend a lot of time figuring like on my homework and trying to figure it out. And it's just like, it's not clicking. And he was someone who told me, he said, we're not supposed to spend long periods of time studying and practicing. Mm -mm. Sit down and do 20 to 30 minutes of work and then take a break, five, 10 minutes, go get up, go do something else and then come back and do another 20 to 30 minutes. Same thing. Just like do it that way. That's actually better for your brain (laughs) and you're going to find that you'll be more productive. Yeah. Yeah. That was, it was really good advice. Yeah, I know that in my own life recently, it's been like, so Joe and I have been trying to be a little bit more like spacing out the time mm-hmm. that we spend together during the week. Like, okay, like if we're going to spend these two days together, it's like, or like, okay, let's do every other day or like, okay, if we're going to do this day, then we're like not going to do that way. So that means we're going to see each other on this day. So it's time where like, we're both like getting our own stuff done and having our own downtime. Mm-hmm. And, but then also like, okay, um, let's spend time like like the time with his family and then like the time with my family and now it's like okay well we also need to see our friends Mm -hmm. (laughs) so and then it's like also we also need dates because okay we love our time where we're like we love watching things together like watching shows or movies and we're like we have like picking things apart and like commenting it's so much fun and i beat him in battleship the other day Mm-hmm. He was not expecting. <laughs> he, oh yeah, he bought me Battleship for Christmas. But like, and then like also like the activity dates. We pray every day together, 
but we also read the go- the daily gospel together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we make time for that. And sometimes it's like, okay, we need to remember to do this earlier. So it's not just like an afterthought, like, oh yeah, we have to get this done now. It's okay. This is really important. We need to do this. So let's, mm-hmm. there's other things that we don't necessarily need to do. Let's make sure we're doing this. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and I know trying to find that balance is really, really helpful. And I think one thing that helped me realize how much of my time was busy doing other things was writing it out every week, every day, like my after work time, basically, because that doesn't change. And so like how I spent my evenings, what I was doing, what I was filling it with. And that was actually a huge eye opener to how much time I don't have. Or yeah. how much, you know, how much free time I don't have and not being able to take time to just like relax. And I, I do remember it was Thanksgiving weekend, I, a couple weeks, I think after we had recorded the episode right before your grandma died. And I remember I published it, the episode, I had edited it and I published it. And then I don't think I just did like, I literally did nothing for two days. I did, I did absolutely nothing. And I was like, is this unhealthy? Like, I'm not even like going out to my car. Uh, I think maybe I did like run out to go get more coffee because I was out. (laughs) But like the day after that, I remember I was like, oh, I actually want to go out and about and do things. Like I have the energy to do it after doing just enough nothing. And then the next week after that, you know, it was just like, maybe I want to paint. I, I've never really had like the mental or physical energy to like want to paint, but I kind of want to now, like I want to like create something. And so I did, or like I went to the library and picked up a couple new books and I was like, oh, this is great. There was one night I was driving home from work and I was like, I wish I actually had plans because I never had energy for plans before. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I wish I didn't have to just like go home. I had done finally, like just given myself enough permission to just rest. And I didn't have really anything else to do that I finally was able to have the energy to do things that I love that made me feel more like myself. And I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta figure out how to do this (laughs) on a more consistent level. I still like, I'm not filling my schedule so jam packed that I don't have time to do things that I love. Right. Right. I think something that like for I like, so I live with my parents and I like, wasn't seeing my mom much on weekends because I was so busy with Joe. And I was like addressing them with him. I was like, I've seen your parents more than I've seen my mom. Yeah. <laughs> and so then it was like, so he's like, you know what? I could like spend more, like, like maybe come over to your house more often. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's a good idea. So we started doing that. And then it's like, he gets along really well with my mom. And he thinks of my dad's same sense of humor in the same way I think of my dad's sense of humor. So that's nice too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it was like, there's a moment where you're like, huh. I don't see my mom on Saturdays or Sundays. Maybe there's something wrong with this. Yeah. And like getting to like, just like sit down and read or like go on a walk or just those different things where it's just like, oh, I just need time. Mm-hmm. Just by myself. Or just like, I need to do the things I need for me to make myself feel like I'm a person that deserves to like, okay, I got to go clean my kitchen and then I got to go to the gym or like, I did my nails. I treated myself and I did my nails. Mm-hmm. 
and not just like, you know, needs of like being able to rest and relax and recharge, but like the needs of, you know, like you need to eat, you need actual physical fuel for your body to keep going. We need to drink water. We need to sleep. We need to socialize. We need, Mm -hmm. we need those things. And when there's an area of your life that is seriously depleted being severely depleted with one of your needs starts leaking into the other parts of your life that maybe you're like staying on top of. But yeah, I was just going to say, you mentioned like being able to spend time with friends. Mm -hmm. Like it's important to be able to socialize. Like we need people outside of ourselves. Like we need to keep up with friends, maintain those relationships. And when one of my really good friends my my longest and closest friend that I, I have out here recently moved away. And I was really bummed about that, but it's good. He's he's moving to be closer to his girlfriend. He listens to the hi Joe. He listens to the podcast. Uh, hi. <laughs> uh recently moved away to be closer to his girlfriend. And she's wonderful. Mm. I'm super happy for them. Um it, it's the next step in their relationship. And so that's yeah, I think I know what's coming next for them. Right. Uh, that's kind of where it's heading. And so, but I, you know, but he's he's gone. And I'm like, oh, because my one like really, really good friend that I have out here. I have I have, I have lots of good friends all around, you know, friends from back home, friends from all the places I've lived. And he was my good friend here. And it's hard not to have feel like you have a person here, like where you are, like someone that you can be like you know, do you want to go hang out? We, gosh, we, we would visit wineries and breweries and just like, just oh, how home. fun. Yeah. It's so fun. Now he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> you better be worth it. Right. Right. I'm sure um, she is. I'm sure she's a lovely person. <laughs> she's wonderful. We met her. Um, she came out to visit him and we, we got to meet her. We had such a fun night out and she's a delight. She's wonderful. So Aww. I, if, if this keeps going well, I'm going to be very, very happy for them both. Yeah. They're, they're wonderful people. But yeah, I know like for like, like having that, like now you're like missing that. And it's like, cause I know like I have like these Twitter friends, I had different friends on the state. And then it's like, so you guys know, Joe and I were friends before we started dating. And yeah. it's like, I kind of got my social time of like my in-person, like friend when I'd like come do my podcast in his house and I'd get to chat with him but he's my boyfriend now and that's not he's I don't get my I mean I need my social time with my other in real life friends now that I did not know until I woke up on New Year's Day and I'm like I haven't actually seen friends Mm -hmm. I've just seen my boyfriend who is also my friend although I think I don't know if he likes if I say that (laughs) because like I'm not your friend (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, like we actually did go to a social event and I was like, ah, I got to talk to somebody new mm-hmm. <laughs> in real life. And it was like, and like, I knew the person too. And it was just like, ah, it was like a breath of fresh air. Like ah, I needed this. Yes. I needed that. <laughs> yes. And a lot of times you don't realize that no. you need something until you've gone so, so long without it. And then you finally yes. get it and you're like, Oh my gosh! (gasps) (laughs) You finally filled up that way that you were severely lacking in before. Yeah, yeah. Um, So it it was great. Yeah, (laughs) but 
I do really love how more and more these days people are really focusing and making, putting an emphasis on mental health. And it doesn't mean that something's wrong with you. It's just like literally being an advocate for yourself and taking care of the things that you do need. It doesn't mean that you're high maintenance. It doesn't mean that something's wrong with you. You just, you need to be able to take good care of yourself so that you can keep going. You can keep functioning in life. You can have a fulfilling, happy life instead mm-hmm. of constantly feeling like you're being dragged. You can't yeah. go around, you can't stop. Yeah, really. <laughs> I don't know. It's good to want to give, give of your time. I've always been a believer in good worth ethic, like hard work and persevering through hard times or challenges mm-hmm. that might come up. But it, again, it's a skill of perseverance and fighting and working hard but also knowing when to pull back and just be like, all right, I have something else that I need to focus on right now so that I can continue to keep doing this. Right. And I know like before, like a lot of things weren't happening. So like a lot of my social time came from the internet because it was like, okay, well, this is what's out there. And now it's like, okay, there are things in person and it's like, okay. Like, and I think uh, people that do follow me on Twitter, they, do you know that I haven't really been as active because I've just been, I've been busy. I've been like, <laughs> and I think people are also just kind of tired. Of, like, I don't want to like be too overwhelming with like being in love with my boyfriend. Whereas like, okay. Oh yeah. That annoying girl that's in love with her boyfriend. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, going to like tone this down a little bit, but it's also like, I have other things going on. And then it's like, okay, I like, I want to see people in person now. Like, cause I can. Like, I don't need to have this need being met by the internet because that's where it was. Like, I was like very fulfilled with like the virtual presence before. Yep. Because I mean. That's all you had. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I remember that too. It was actually really funny. I remember thinking when the pandemic started and everybody stopped hanging out in real life. We all went to like virtual everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. I can do so many things now. I can go to virtual book club here. I can do virtual <laughs> game night here. Like, wow, I feel like I didn't lose anything. And, but it almost is a, it was almost a, a hurtful because like, but now I can do everything if I want. <laughs> if you're not careful. <laughs> right, right. And I mean, like, there was like, my friends would host things, but I would feel closer to my internet friends. So I would like be like more with them. And now it's like, you know what? I, I do need my real friends, my like, but I mean, you're my in real life friend because like I've met you in person, but like, I mean, like my local IRL friends. Yep. yep. Yeah, it's true. I mean, yeah, I have many great Twitter friends. Uh, anytime I try to explain to my in real life friends or my family, the Catholic Twitter world, like the weekend that I went to go meet you and Joe, and yeah. I, I told my family we did not ex murder you. I know, but I was just like, I'm gonna go meet these people, my really good friends. But <laughs> this is the first time I'm seeing them in real life, and like nobody could really wrap their mind around like these are your friends, like, but you've never seen each other before in person. And I was like, well, no, like it's just funny to like yeah to describe that to people who don't understand that section of the world, <laughs> like. Right. Um, somebody I knew in real life, they actually are produ- like they work for a podcast production company. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I have a podcast. They're like, oh, what's it about? And I'm like, Ugh. they're like, oh, the-. I'm like, <laughs> and Joe's like, no, it's 
it's not that she's ashamed of this. It's just that at this point, it's more ironic because, okay, whenever like people in real life find out what I podcast about and my boyfriend's sitting right there, they're like, did you have to quit your podcast? I'm like, no, I'm not married. <laughs> I'm like, no, I did not quit my podcast. Because <laughs> And they're just like, like, okay. I'm like, it's about this. And they're just like, and she's like, oh, yeah, like, you can still do that. <laughs> but, but she was just like, but um, I was like, oh, yeah, we did, like, meet in real life, but, like, we met through Twitter. Yep. And, like, and she's like, I know so many people, like, most people that podcast don't, like, haven't met in real life. They do podcast virtually. And she's like, yep. so, I, so she was so, she was someone that did understand. And I was like, ah, I'm not some crazy person to you. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> it's true. Hi, Bridget, uh, if you're listening. <laughs> hi. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So, are, do you have any other thoughts you want to add? I think I'm good. We can we can move forward to to grounds to cover. I think so. I think okay. we are. I think we're good. Awesome. Yeah. So, grounds to cover is where we talk about like what we've talked about and mm-hmm. just practical ways that we can take what we've talked about here and put them into our lives sometime kind of goals mm-hmm. that you set for yourself for the next week so mm-hmm. I would say I would say once again I, I mentioned this earlier but if you feel like you're not really sure where to start as far as just like check in with your schedule make a weekly schedule make a daily schedule as it is right now and then just kind of look and make sure that everything is a little bit balanced mm-hmm. um, as far as like recharge time, as far as social time, being able to make time to work out, do your hobbies. We need time for that. We need time. Joe is actually very good at this. <laughs> He's so much better than I am because than yeah, I've been. Yeah. Well, like I said, when I did that one time, I was, I was like, oh, I don't understand why I don't, you know, why I'm having such a hard time keeping up with everything. And that's because there's too much of everything. So (laughs) making a schedule as it is, or just just so you can see how balanced everything is, or in my case, isn't. And then, (laughs) (laughs) and then trying to maybe reformat that, Mm -hmm. give yourself some intentional time. I know that, gosh, even time scrolling on my phone. A lot of times I do that when I'm supposed to be doing other things because I'm not giving myself time to just intentional social media scrolling versus just scrolling because you're like putting off something that you're supposed to be doing. Right. I just think like, okay, for 10 minutes, I'm going to be on Twitter and I'm going to catch up, but then 10 minutes is over and I'm going to put it down. (laughs) But like, that's like, that's like 10 minutes of just like kind of turning off. That's amazing. And it's like, because I told somebody once, I'm like, you need to, like, like, I don't have time. Like, I feel guilty if I take time off. I'm like, no, you need to make that intentional, like, a priority to do that thing. You need that time on social media. You need that time doing whatever it is that you need to do to, like, unwind and regain your energy. Right. You only need, like, 20 minutes or so. Like, whatever it is. Like, but, like, whatever it needs, however much time you need. Right. Just a little break, but make sure it's intentional. It's not just, oh, I don't know what to do. So I guess I'll just like hop on Instagram and look, you know, look at some reels or whatever. <laughs> like do those things, but give it a good, like this is intentional social media time. 
Mm-hmm. It, if I don't try to do that, I find myself on my phone for however long. And mm-hmm. that's not good either. So, no. yeah, there's been times where I have been wanting to read and then I'm like finding myself playing a game on my phone instead. <laughs> so I'm like trying to make sure that I'm allotting, like, let's not get lost in this mindlessness and do something that we're enjoying too. <laughs> yeah. One other thing that I've been trying to do more often is putting my phone down right before bed. Because that's like the worst part (laughs) for me sometimes is like, oh, I'm going to go to bed. But while I'm waiting to fall asleep, I'm going to scroll a little bit. Um, (laughs) But I've been trying really hard to sometimes just like put my phone down, read a little bit before bed instead. Or do something, something calming, whether it's maybe it's journal, maybe it's Something else to sort of settle your mind right before bed instead of just being on your phone Mm -hmm. or even a screen in general. Like even if it's like watching a show, I try not to do that. doesn't always work, but I make a good effort. (laughs) So yeah, something I've done is having a calendar and deciding like and just making sure that I'm not getting too lost in the time that like, okay, so I know that like I would be very occupied with how much time, like Joe and I, we would just somehow be spending like a lot of days together. And I was like, you know what? We need to like break these like down because I have other things I need to do to fulfill mm-hmm. my needs. I like, go to the gym, various things. And then we have a shared calendar to, so that we don't forget events. So mm-hmm. we would put the events in there. It's like, okay, let's make sure we don't get burnt out from these, the things that we've been doing and make sure that we have time to like do the things to meet needs that we have outside Mm -hmm. of what we've been doing so it's like okay Mm -hmm. there's some social event happening okay let's make sure that there's room for that and maybe cut down on the time that we spend with family otherwise like okay we don't need to spend an excessive amount it's like okay so what what areas have an excessive amount that we can cut down on we aren't not doing those things just doing less so that we have room for the other things that we need Yeah, that's a good one. I would say also, if you find yourself with a huge to-do list or things that you have been meaning to get around to and you can are having a hard time finding time or energy to do it, something that really helped me one time was just pick one one task because that that is something that I found was really stressful too is like <laughs> there's a basket of clean laundry that's been sitting there. It's clean. It's not put away. It's not hung up every morning. I have to dig through my clothes to find something to wear. Like that's (laughs) like, and it just like, but that, just that, like the basket of laundry is very stressful to me because it's not put away. It's something that's taking up space in my room Mm -hmm. and I have to dig for clothes every morning. That's, those are all like, they're little things, but doing that day after day, it's just like, it's something that weighs a little bit. It's still Mm -hmm. weight. And so pick one task on your to-do list that's going to be easy that you've been meaning to get around to that basket of laundry it's a basket of clean laundry I can have it put away in five to seven minutes probably just do it and it like let me tell you when I finally did that I was like this this stressful basket of clean clothes (laughs) (laughs) stressing me out but I took the time to like put it away and I felt like a freaking warrior because I felt so good. Sarah like, is a warrior. <laughs> I felt so good. 
because I finally <laughs> did something that I had been meaning to do. And it just like was kept putting off, putting off. And finally, I was like, oh, I'm going to do it. And I felt so good afterward. I was like, this thing on my to-do list, it's been on there for a little while. It's gone. I did Yay! it. I'm, I'm awesome. And so, I don't know. Yeah, pick something small that you can do. A task. Mm-hmm. This morning, I went and I bought nail polish. And then I did. And then I cleaned my nails and painted them. Like that was mm-hmm. something that was on my list. I was like, okay, for myself, because I I had got my nails on before and then they were chipping. I was like, for myself, I need to feel pretty with nice nails that are no longer chipped. Mm-hmm. That are for me. <clears throat> Along with that, I would say, yeah, make sure that you understand because I lose track. I've lost track of this currently before we recorded Mora was was really building me up before we started talking about but you are you are worthy and deserving of it, being able to take care of yourself being able mm-hmm. to do something for yourself so like for example my stressful sleeping situation Mora was really able to build me up and say you deserve to feel safe and stable when you're sleeping yes. Yes. so Mora you deserve to go out and get nail polish and do something that makes you feel beautiful and it's just fun and it's something that yes. you do and it's taking care of yourself. You get to like treat yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's important to give yourself permission to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, and like last night, Joe had been asked because he knew that I wanted to do that. So he's like, oh, did you like, have you redone your nails yet? Like, did you do that? I'm like, I haven't. He's like, oh, okay. And then he was like, well, they look nice. But like, yeah, like one of the nails was a little bit different. I was like, oh yeah, I really like that. So it's like, oh, he he's interested in me being happy and mm-hmm. doing something that like this, like small, like thing that will bring me joy. Yeah. Or do, I, I will never forget. There was, there was one time just out of college, I was going through a really, really rough time and I was venting to a friend of mine and I was like, and I'm just like, I've been craving ice cream for days and I just don't have the time to go out and get ice cream. And she was like, okay, well, let's go get you some ice cream. <laughs> she like made me get in her car. And we, it was like 10 at night and we went to Dairy Queen and she got me ice cream because I want, she was like, if this is something you want, like this is something I can do for you. Let's get you ice cream. You That's deserve so to have nice. ice cream. It meant so much. It was just the dumbest thing, but it meant so much to me. That she took, she was like, listened, and I was like, there are so many other bigger problems happening in my life, but this woman wants some ice cream that I can do. And like, (laughs) like, took me to go get ice cream. So, you know, it it doesn't have to be something over the top. I think it's really important to be able to treat ourselves and do something for ourselves that's frivolous, but also like good. And I think that's something else. If you're noticing that somebody hasn't been doing something that brings them joy, kind of around like, hey, hey, I noticed that you like haven't been doing this thing. Do you want to like make time to make sure you do that? I know how much you love it and mm-hmm. I want you to have that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be that person to like plug a little joy into someone's life, especially when they need it because that that means the most. I It always makes me so happy when people will send me memes of coffee. Like it's the dumbest thing. It takes two seconds and it might not mean a lot to that person, 
I don't know if you see something funny, like a meme or a picture or something that someone might like send it to them like that. It's just like something fun that you can do to be like, Hey, Hey, Sarah, I know you like coffee. And I just read this funny picture, Mm -hmm. like this funny quote about coffee. And I thought you'd like it. That makes my day. Honestly, (laughs) when people just take two seconds out of their day to send me something that they know that I'll like, or that will make me smile. I love that. It's just, it's a bright spot in the day. So be somebody's bright spot. Like Joe's family had something and I was getting my nail, my friend was doing my nails and we were like chatting and catching up. And then I wasn't able to make it there because I didn't get leave her house till like nine. And then I felt guilty. He's like, Maura, you needed that time with her. I'm glad you were there because mm-hmm. you needed that. Yeah. <laughs> you needed that time with one of your best friends. Yeah, It's okay that you couldn't make it to my family's dinner because you needed your time with your friends. Yeah. Yep. I'm out, I think. I'm out too. All right. Great. Well, Well, hopefully we've inspired you to just take a little picture of your own life, how it is, and see what are some things that you could do to improve, to take care of yourself because you deserve that. So Yeah, you really do. And send us some inspiration about other ways that we can, like, maybe take better care of ourselves or, like, ideas that you have for how to balance your life better and, like, Mm-hmm. meet needs so send us your ideas and also you yeah. know rate us and review us <laughs> send us topic ideas i think we we are going to do a book one pretty yes. soon it's not going to be out super soon just because we're not recording as we're not going to be recording as frequently as we were in the beginning so things won't be published back to back anymore which is okay because we're doing what we're do- supposed to be doing and exactly. we're also okay. treating ourselves <laughs> We still love you. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that as well. That'll be, that'll be really great. Um, I'm so excited because I am reading books right now. I know. I'm excited too. I have a couple good ones that I'm. That'll be really fun. Yeah. So stay tuned for more good things to come. We're really excited. It's good to be back. We miss you. Uh, we are praying for you. We hope you had a wonderful Christmas with your family, mm-hmm. friends, and yeah, we are looking forward to seeing more of you soon. Yes. So, have a great week and God bless. Thanks for stopping by Carol's Coffee House this week. We hope you found our conversations to be uplifting and inspiring. We really appreciate your support and encouragement, and your feedback helps us strive to bring good content to this podcast. So if you have any ideas of topics you'd like to hear more about or are interested in, please reach out to us. You can find us on Twitter at carol underscore podcast, or you can email us at carolscoffeehouse at gmail.com. Have a great week and God bless.